Hey folks, it's a celebration. It's Broker Talk Thursday. Welcome to our 100th episode. No we are, kidding. Really? No, no kidding. 100. Wow, we are, what a pleasure. Yeah, it's a celebration. Here at Broker Talk, we are dedicated to sharing the facts and the fiction of all things real estate. We bring you a guest each week who is an expert in their respective area. And in real estate, there are so many respective areas. You deserve to have the right information. Spend half an hour with us now and learn and laugh. I'm the host, I'm Larry Laufer, and I'm happy to introduce Jim Lowenstern as my co-host. He's also the founder and broker of record at Castles Unlimited, uh, a world-class real estate agent. He's also the sponsor of today's show and the last 99. Today, we're welcoming others uh, to that same opportunity Call us and see what we can do for you today and for all your tomorrows. Welcome to our anniversary show, Jim, and thank you for the sponsorship. Oh, this was awesome, Larry. I, I didn't know. You, you should have said something. I would have had champagne. <laughs> champagne gives me a heartburn. And, and some cake. And some cake. Let them eat cake. We our, our guest today is an awesome agent. She's only four years in the business. She came here from another country, didn't know anyone, didn't speak the language at the beginning, but she had a wealth of desire and information to be good in this industry. And that's why we're bringing you Essence Sousol. Am I saying your Sousol. Sousol. Yes, and this he can't be right. Yeah, you spoke English before you of came. Of course, here. of course. What, what I'm talking not about, Larry. Interest, so I didn't want to cut it. But oh my goodness. Yeah. So, <laughs> what are we? We're just a couple of minutes into the show here. And Larry, uh, have you ever been to Turkey? I eat it all the time. Never <laughs> been there though. Everyone in Turkey speaks English. I, I mean. Seriously, it's, most people in the United States and in, in the world speak English, and and no, not I true. Speak, I speak Pig Latin. Try you know? try try getting around Italy with or, or France with with that that notion. Uh, I have been work. around Italy with it, not but gonna, uh, not, not going to work. Anyway, now, speaking of languages, I just remember one cold calling that I had in the beginning of my career. I had a cold calling, and you know I have an accent, very strong one, so. The guy told me, lady, you have an accent and I don't even understand you properly. How are you going to sell my house? And I was like, wow, that's such a bad feedback that I'm getting. It's already so difficult to do cold calling. You know, as an agent, it's really difficult to do that. And in the beginning of your career and you call and the second person just give this feedback to you. So I was like, well, I can sell your house in three different languages. So what about that? So it was, I mean, languages and accent in our um, business, you know, it's the... Well, communication is the key. Definitely. So, um, Essen, you had three things. We had a, a discussion earlier, and I just want to uh, let our audience know that you have a um, template for how to be a, the top agent. You didn't know it was a template, but it was. You first came here and, and you realized that, uh, first of all, um, every house has a story. 
And that's really important. It's just not a box. It's, yeah. it's more than that. Secondly, um, you knew you needed marketing because nobody knew you. So you went out and you, you came here to the United States with a marketing degree, but you went out and realized that since you didn't have any houses, you began to market yourself. You got yourself known. And then from there, you decided that uh, you wanted to get referrals. So you had that as, as a template. And finally, you, you did something that so many agents don't do. You studied. You uh, got a business management degree. So you're, you're double-edged. You know, you're both a marketing person and a uh, educated, curious person, which all great agents are. Uh, what is the the most important thing to you right now in your career? Uh, I mean, before real estate, I was doing consulting and export import operations. And as you said, I had a background of marketing and business management. So when I started real estate, I had no spare, no colleagues, nobody to help me to build my network. So it was basically only me. So I needed to put myself out there for, uh, you know, brand my name and uh, make them pronounce correctly. So um, and in the beginning, I thought brokerages are the ones that provide the leads for the realtors. And, you know, they give them, give them the listings and stuff. It was in my mind, totally that um, picture. And then I quickly noticed that that's not the case. It's all about the agent. So this makes me, uh, this made me realize that I need to focus on myself, branding, marketing, and um, basically I just need to put myself out there. So um, I made a SWOT analysis, you know, my strengths, my weaknesses, opportunity, threats. So um, this realization uh, basically made me think that I need to study real estate, I need to know, I need to get as much as, um, I need to get recognition as much as possible, and I need to get experience as much as possible so that I can slowly put my name out there. And um, in the beginning, I had a lot of obstacles. So what I decided, I am going to make a list of the obstacles that I'm getting, and then every you know, step by step, I'm going to strike out one from the list and then I will reach my goals. That was the main um, path that I was following. So in my first year, I focused on educating myself and about the industry and the transactions. Second year, I focused on my branding and marketing so deeply. Third year, I had a goal to reach 10 million and now I'm close to 20 million actually. So next year, my goal is to reach 20 million. That's, those are excellent goals for, for any agent. Um, how has your agency been of help to you? Well, um, to me, uh, I think when I started to work with Kathy. Yeah, well, let me tell a little bit of that story yeah. because you told me earlier today and then we'll get to what you're doing right now. You, When you came into the industry as a first day agent, you thought the listings were actually going to be given to you. You didn't realize that you had to create your own. Uh, you thought you were going to have your marketing and all of that. And then all of a sudden, here you are now, a uh, very, very successful agent. And um, so what have you learned in that, in that short four-year period? 
So to me, um, I think with castles, I was able to get into the territories that I would like to be in because they have decades of experience and branding in uh, Newton area and, you know, Wesley, Lensington. Those are the areas that I wanted to be in. And it gave me the opportunity to reach the clientele in that area. But again, as I said, it's all about agent performance. Sometimes you, you can be given with every information, the emails, phone number, even the intention to sell, but you cannot able to close it. Sometimes you can be given. So Whoops. it's very important to be a deal closer also. It's not about only getting the lead. You need to convert the lead to the sales. Exactly. And, and also, um, uh, I've always uh, found that people who are successful also reach out to other successful people to find out what they're doing. If you face a, you know, it's funny in real estate, you get people that, that will say something like, you know, I've been in the business 30 years and I've never experienced it. Those people make me laugh because every single day in real estate, there's something brand new. Stop saying that. Yeah. Never say that's true, Jim. So, you, you go ahead. I was, I was going to ask, ask, ask him a question. Uh, besides um, postcards, and and I see a, a lot of your postcards. Uh, they're they're beautiful. Uh, what other types of marketing do you do? Uh, so I approach it as market to brand and market to sell. If I am branding myself. I use uh, social media and online platforms and postcard, as you said. If I am marketing the property, then I focus on the property. And as we spoke earlier, I believe every house has a story. So what I try to do is I just want to highlight the um, features of the house, which I can make a video, virtual tours, um, or I can... Um, Again, send the postcards, do open houses. So basically, it's not about just listing it. It's about launching it, actually. So um, to me, especially after COVID, everything that I did in the past was actually um, showed me that I was on the right path because I always use technology in a highest level. And, uh, you know, we, I use Instagram, Facebook, for branding and also property launch as well. And I also place ads in some um, platforms that I can target the audience that I would like to target. Okay. All right. <laughs> what was going on that, right there? Did you have an, an animal beside you? <laughs> no, actually, I just couldn't notice that says I need to put my charger in. So. While you're asking another question, I need to get it done, okay? <laughs> Always be prepared, huh? So, Larry, Larry, uh, did you have a question for me? No, I was just going to bring you in because you were, you know, we're just seeing your handsome face. I wanted you because you were the one who, who brought Essen into Castles. You met her at a uh, NAR. Yeah, uh, um, yep, the, the convention. Uh, we had a, uh, a booth there. We're actually, I think, the only real estate company east of the Mississippi uh, with a booth. Certainly the only independent. Uh, no one else was there. Yeah, th this was pre-COVID. So, you know, that was a couple of years ago um, at this point. 
That's, that's a good advertisement for the NAR convention. Always, especially if it's in your town. Right. As it was the, in Boston. Spend the money, get a booth. Meet people. It's always yeah. part of it. Yeah. This is how we met, actually, right? So, yeah, yeah. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. It was a uh, lot of fun standing up for three days straight. I want to share some information I'm, um, that I heard today in a meeting. I'm uh, part of the Mass Association of Realtors Board of Directors. I'm an alternate at for GBAR. And we had a uh, congressman come into this and we had discussion about um, the uh, money that's going to be coming from the government out and uh, real estate agents are going to be included in that, but there's going to be something before the end of this year. They think in the next uh, couple of days and that, that was great news to hear. We'll, we'll see it in the newspapers tomorrow or the next day. Oh, excellent. Yeah. And why do, and why do real estate agents get the money? Well, it's not just real estate agents. As you know, we were uh, uh, freelance or our uh, sole proprietors of business have been not liked much by banks and, and uh, the industry. So uh, gig um, uh, people who make money from an, from an event like we do, we're okay. commission-based. Okay, awesome. So, so uh, yeah. I, hey, Let's take a moment and pay some of our bills. Let's uh, look at our, uh, our, our first ad for the day. Here we go. Go for it. And we're back. Uh, so, Essen, what's, what's your plan for the next year? Have you written your goals? Yes, I did. And my um, number one goal is actually getting my broker license. So I am, I think, a few weeks away from that right now. I already applied and I would like to get it done. Then um, I will reach my goal, hopefully, to any million next year in sales. So, yeah. Why, why, the, why the brokerage? Broker license, you mean? Yeah. So um, it is actually, you know, in our business, it's not that necessary. Because Correct. I already work with the brokerages. But um, I feel like, um, you know, I have a team also. I just would like to um, improve myself in some areas and be able to answer all of their questions and um, be more experienced, more knowledgeable, you know, go to person if any issues um, occurs. So that's the reason. Other than that, we all know that uh, years of experience or just to get the license doesn't mean anything. So it's just for me, one milestone that I would like to get it basically. Well, there's, there's people that have the license, people that have the brokerage and they, they can be idiots. I mean, you, you have to be actively working in the business and, and open and curious. Now, now one of the things I know about you is your FISBO story for sale by owner. Could you tell that story? That's a great one. Sure. It was actually my first deal. He didn't know that he was my first deal. He didn't notice that, thankfully, but it was my first deal. So as I said in the beginning, since I'm not familiar with the areas, I was driving around the neighborhoods all the time. This is how I get to know the neighborhoods. I drive around, I look at the new construction, what's going on, 
or if there is any for sale by owner or if there are listings, I just want to see the environment basically. So I was doing one of my drives and I saw this for sale by owner sign. And, um, you know, I looked it up. I saw that it was on Zillow uh, for 80 days. And I, at time, was a new agent. Obviously, I would like to, you know, establish myself. And um, I knew other agents were probably aggressively pursuing the listing because, you know, when you see a for sale by owner, we know what we do. So I prepared my market analysis. I prepared seller's guide and I decided to knock his door. And he was friendly. Probably I wasn't the first one because I saw on his desk a lot of CMAs. I can see all the logos and everything. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to leave my CMA because there is nothing to distinguish myself that way. So I'm like, I just wanted to tell you that I saw the pictures on Zillow. I'm a realtor and I would like to help you. And when I saw the pictures, I noticed that there are some construction mess in the room some untidy situations going on. So it looks a little unpleasant. Do you want me to help you with the pictures? And I can show you how it makes a difference. And he first laughed at me because he flips houses. So he doesn't believe in marketing or photograph going to sell the house. House itself going to sell it, which partially true. But also we all know that marketing has very, very big uh, impact on sales. So anyways, I just, he let me in uh, before COVID, obviously, those things are happening. I can't knock door anymore. <laughs> so um, I tied up some areas and um, I took my professional uh, camera with me. I took pictures and I just put like two pictures next to each other. One from the one that he took on Zillow and one that I took it. And he was like, oh, wow, it looks really big. And you can see all the corners. It looks clean and neat. And I'm like, yeah, that's what we can do for you in the beginning. And since you did such a good job renovating this house, it deserves that kind of market. And of course, he didn't convince immediately. It was my first time. So I just planted the seeds. Then I drove by multiple times. Every time I went there, I provided something like new house on the market two blocks away from you, one house sold with this price. There is an open house at that time. Why would you like to do what? Why wouldn't you do at the same time so you can get the attraction from the other house? So he liked the approach that I had because he was my priority at that time. And I treated him like king, basically. So anyway, he gave me the listing. I got it and we sold it in two weeks over asking which is the price that he put it actually in his mind as knowledgeable, you know, flip guy. So um, it was over asking. And it was my first deal. Uh, I put so much energy, time into it to get it. And people around me, the other agents were asking, you know what, you are wasting your time. He's not going to list with you. For say by owner, you know, they just do this, 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 this. And I just tried to educate him every time I go there. I got the listing. And he gave me three or maybe four referrals throughout the year, which uh, ended up being a dual agent that I got $1.2 million listing. So from this little thing came to me as a big amount of sales. And this is what I can actually advise to the agents that are out there, new agents especially. Like sometimes, you know, 
you don't think that this um, this deserve your time or effort, you never know. You never know. Sometimes even one rental can give you the exclusive listing in the future or one for sale by owner. If you do your job good, you can get a lot of uh, referrals out of it. A lot of brokers who don't do rentals. Yeah. And people who rent today will buy tomorrow. People who need their vacancies tenanted might want to buy more income property or sell the property. So. You did so many things right there, Essen. You know, you were consistent. You uh, differentiated yourself. Uh, I just finished a book, Versatile Selling. Uh, it's a, a, a Wilson Learning book, and and it talks about the different styles uh, people have, the drivers, the you know, the different kinds of people. Um, and what you did is you just naturally changed what you were doing, but you're always providing value. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask just because I'm an agent. What what percentage did you make on that deal? Did he pay you a uh, two two and a half percent? He paid definitely like five percent was the whole um, commission. He paid it very fairly, but I believe that I explained the marketing and the, everything comes with the cost, obviously. But I think the trust and the connection is very yeah. important. You know, we always talk about it, like likability. This is really important. Sometimes I go to an interview with everything. Everything is prepared. I am so fully informed. I know every answer, questions, everything. And then it doesn't happen because we couldn't make the connection. Sometimes it happens. So it's all about connection also. Right. Well, relationship is everything. Well, the other thing is, Essen, you had people, uh, let's call them uh, Debbie Downers, uh, naysayers. They were telling you, don't waste your time. How many times has a new agent been told, oh, listen to me. I've, I've, I've seen it all, you know, and, you know, and it's bad advice. A lot of times, a lot of times you just have to go with your gut. Never listen to the negative people. Never listen to them. Yeah. Yeah, you know, true. go with and what you know. In our business, self-motivation is very important. I mean, um, imagine you are just independent contractor. There is nobody that motivates you every day. It's yourself. So we should mainly focus on ourselves, our branding, marketing, but uh, building a relationship with people is the most important thing in our business. So, Essen, I, I remember there's a network, and maybe you have more than one. Um, it was something uh, to do with top agents. I mean, there's so many of them. We're part of Realm and Leverage and top agent network, but it was something else that you were marketing to. Oh, Certified Luxury Home Marketing Specialists. What's it called? Certified Luxury Home Marketing Specialist. Okay, I, I don't know that one. I'm, I'm that too. Yeah, you are that too, right? Uh, so yeah. it's basically once you achieve um, the million dollar listings and you do basically 10% over the average price of the neighborhoods. Oh, and- okay. That's yeah. the definition of luxury by the uh, certified. In fact, we're going to have the CEO of, of Certified Luxury Home Marketing Specialists on in, dis- in January. Oh, cool. Uh, to- cool. Right. Was, was there any other um, networks that you're part of or uh, platforms? Um, I think I 
I'm a member of luxury homes, like women in real estate, um, some other like platforms that- So I'm remembering uh, Radcliffe Road. Uh, I know it's a sore subject and for the yeah. moment, things can change. Yeah. Uh, was that the platform you marketed it? That I house on? actually uh, marketed that house everywhere from online to press. Wall Street Journal, Financial Times, you know, leverage we as Kessels use this very often in our um, marketing also. Mm -hmm. It's a very good platform to reach uh, the high net uh, portfolio. So, uh, yeah, whatever is out there and even it's new, I always try and I want to expose. So here's a real important question. You've had a lot of expensive listings that have sold, marketed a lot of them got a lot of uh, feedback from all the marketing. What's the number one thing? Is it just MLS and co-brokes, uh, open houses, signage, social media? What, what actually brings the buyer in more often than not? So I don't believe that only MLS is enough to expose. Actually, there are a lot of agents out there, just they put on MLS and wait. So I don't do that. If I list a house, before I list the house, I reach out to neighborhood. I introduce myself and I say, oh, there's a house upcoming soon. And these are the features that I have. If you know someone, if you wanna, if you have some relatives that would like you, you know, neighbors in your neighborhood, just, you know, expose the listing. and. I do open houses. During the open houses, it is actually very important because sometimes I go to open house, I don't even see the agent. Like I go there and I'm like by myself, just looking around and stuff. There is no information coming. So I make it like very interactive. Like even though they come with an agent, I need to help agent too, to know what's about this house so he can sell to his client. So I basically, uh, open houses, social media, and um, postcards, those were my success so far. I think, I think what you just said there is uh, what you described going to the neighborhood is called circle marketing. So you circle around your property. And I think another thing that you do, uh, I just want to shape it in a little bit different way, is you're not just doing the MLS and it gets aggregated to 150 sites or 300 sites and everybody has it. That's what everybody does. You actually use Instagram and Pinterest and, and all of these other things. And it's not one touch it's yeah. touch after touch after touch and and that's what brings in the people correct is there anything else that you'd like to tell newer agents to do as we begin the end of this show i think most important thing in the beginning to establish a trust and confidence and educate themselves and prepare Prepare, prepare, prepare. This is like endless, basically. I sometimes, you know, I I get a call and you have very limited time to be prepared. Every agent should have a home buying guide, home selling guide, like some kind of um, flow that shows the step-by-step -step home buying road. So those are the 
materials that they should have handy. So when you get a call or you're on the way, you should be prepared very quickly. And they, because it's very competitive market, you know, yep. what I'm doing right now, probably 10 people also doing at the same time. So in order for me to make a difference, I need to be fast, which is my, in my logo, actually effective and reliable. That's what I'm trying to be. Well, you're going to be able to uh, have, is that, is that me making that weird noise? Do you hear it? Yeah, I just did hear it. Yeah, we got to do something about that. Uh, so you can have uh, this show edited and 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 have like a, a, a real estate sizzle reel. Uh, but but you've already done these little videos. Uh, you've sent me a few of them, and uh, you know they're they're wonderful. Uh, you know now that it's under agreement, this is what's next. Things like that, and and I like that you personally interject yourself into um, the communication. That it's not just an email. Here's a list of things. It's you in front of them discussing what's next and you know, yeah. what they okay. should expect. Jim, it's actually so funny because making a video is totally out of my comfort zone. I mean, you have no idea the preparations behind this 10 minutes video is like I, insane. Actually, <laughs> I do. I, 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 I do these things. Do, yes. It's a lot of work. A lot of work. And also it is, um, it takes a lot of uh, time to prepare what you are going to say and I'm in some way perfectionist. I need to satisfy myself before I put it out there. So it takes more time than regular person, you know? So, uh, but I love doing these videos because I believe, again, I need to put myself out there because I have no colleagues to give me a listing or no relatives around. I, what I have is me basically. So every time I do a good job, I know that I'm gonna get a referral and word of the mouth will help me. So I need to put myself out there and I need to show them that I know what I'm doing. I'm passionate about this. I can't sleep if I don't sell your house. Up until I sell your house, I'm like in a crazy mood. So they get this and once they get it, they trust you. And most of my sellers as in relax, okay, it's gonna sell. They are the one who is motivating me. And they're calming you down. Exactly, yeah. So. If you transfer this emotion and knowledge and um, passion to them, they definitely evaluate it and act accordingly. I want to, uh, because of your perfectionism, um, I just want to say that perfections can sometimes get in the way of performance. Some people, if it's not right, they won't do anything, but you are actually perfect at getting it out too because you wanted to get it out so it, it we make mistakes all the time so let's uh, uh let essen talk about uh, a listing she has now maybe her favorite listing uh we won't let all the other owners see this but you'll you how would you promote that you know you've got a customer I'm a customer, let's say, and, and what property I'm looking yeah. for some place to live. So my current listing in Newton, actually, it's 220 Austin Street. It is a four New, level. Newton, Massachusetts? Newton, Massachusetts, correct. Okay, good, good town. Yeah, very good town. So um, it's so funny. When I got the listing, I every time I get a listing, I just 
sit down in the house and I just imagine how I can, how can I show the living style, lifestyle here to attract the people? Because sometimes the houses are empty. There is nothing, new construction. I need to put some soul in it to show it. So with this one, I was able to actually spend time like two days in a row from morning to the night. I went there, I just spent time. I spent time in the kitchen. I spent time in the living room. We have a rooftop. We have in-home elevator, which is, you know, after COVID, one of the main thing, people doesn't wanna share any common areas. So we have rooftop outside, uh, outdoor spaces. We have an in-home elevator. So I thought, okay, this house actually increase your quality of life. So I need to put it that way. I went there and I did a photo shoot with uh, one of my team members. Maybe she's watching right now, Kristen. She's my everything. <laughs> Business Shout out to <laughs> partner in crime, everything. So she took a couple of my pictures to, we just wanted to basically show the story of the house. And it's staged, obviously. So here I am reading a book in the reading nook area with the sunlight coming, or I am right outside with the patio furniture, all like fall colors, foliage everywhere, or I can show the um, rooftop, or I can show the kitchen, how out of counter space, it's like a wife's dream. So I just pointed out all those um, features. So this is the listing that I'm having right now. I think it is gorgeous taste. It is four bedroom and uh, 3,635 square feet, four car garage. Where, uh, I, I, know, I, I know the property. It's, it's a four bedroom or a three bedroom? It's four bedroom actually. Okay. Okay. The fourth bedroom is a flex bedroom. You can, you can use this as a guest bedroom or office space or now we call it Zoom. Room. Okay. Okay. So you can use this as uh, a Zoom room. Yeah. SM, we could we could talk for another two hours about all yes. of this. Let's not finish. This has been absolutely wonderful to have you as a guest here, and especially on our anniversary show right here. Okay. It was a pleasure. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you, Esam. And thank and you, Jim. Yeah. I'm gonna, thank. I'm going to do the outro. Broker Talk is oh no that isn't it. Broker Talk is a weekly podcast hosted by real estate industry professionals and always dedicated to telling it like it is for teachers of the business and students of the industry. Larry, the music's too loud. <laughs> it's either too loud or too. Had a great time. Awesome. Thanks again. See you next week. <laughs>